nothing. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party. I'm Holly Borges. I'm Sarah C. And we are back with the Q&A Part 2. Did you get my thing when you're, like, ready? Uh, no. <laughs> Holly Skyped ready, and I just what jumped in my head. Ready? Okay. Five, four, three, two, one. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you go, you gotta go, you gotta really go, you gotta fight, you gotta fight, you gotta really fight. Um, no, I was like panicking because I'm looking for like the post that I made about the Q&A so I can go to the questions and I can't fight. It is so annoying in our yep. group how you cannot find anything like it makes me crazy someone will post something and like i need to put my phone down for a second before i can answer it and then it's gone, it's gone. i can't find I, it every day i was trying to show my friend the mrs roper montage about like kyle's dress design line and i just saw it but i had to like switch over to something and i'm like oh my god it was just here and I'm like, I think I know who posted it. So then I searched them and like shit came up from a year ago. I was like, it's not. And then I'm like scrolling down newsfeed and, and like then I'm not attentive to my friend. And I'm just like scrolling, scrolling. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm trying to find. I'm like, finally, I was like, you know what? Forget it's it. not that poor. Yeah. It was just a bunch of Mrs. Roper moo-moos. Okay. <laughs> it was funny. But now it's not funny because I've spent an hour looking for it. Totally. Oh, I hate that. It's all Facebook groups. It's just their yeah. searching sucks. Yeah. And the news feeds all... Uh, yeah, like I literally just like put into the search bar, Holly ask, and like things are coming up from 2018. I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, luckily for me as a tree killer, uh, I print everything out, as you know. Uh, you never know when you're going to lose GPS, perhaps like in the Hollywood Hills driving by someone's house. Um, thank God. Well, no, actually, that day I did not have printed directions, and I really could have used them. So lesson learned, uh, don't stop using printed directions because you never know when you're going to need them. So I printed out the questions, and I answered them all in my chicken scratch. So it was so long ago, though, so I was just looking at page one. I'm like, do I even know what I wrote because, like, my writing is so bad? I'm like, all right, well, we'll just go with it. Yeah. But I do have the question, so you're just going to have to answer off the cuff, All honestly. Right. I'm cool. <laughs> no pre-planned answers for you. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have pre-planned answers. I answered them honestly like I was taking a quiz, but I just haven't looked at it. And so whatever it yeah, is, so, it is. Yes, I remember last time you answered very honestly. <laughs> <laughs> well... <laughs> there's that <laughs> oh my gosh um so I made Sheena's enchiladas tonight oh how'd it go it went really well I've never made enchiladas in my life so I don't have much to go on but this was my first attempt and they were amazing oh awesome so yeah. did you like shred the chicken or how'd you make the chicken I mean I did exactly what she did okay like I literally oh bought the little chicken you know the rotisserie chicken and just shred it you know cut it oh the cheap method okay see that's all i'll do that now if i'm making chili or something i'll buy the rotisserie chicken and shred it or sometimes they have you know they whatever um yeah because to make it you really gotta to shred chicken properly it's either got to be like boiled first and I hate boiled chicken or like crock potted and then it gets tender and you can shred it. But that's a really long process. No, this is why like I loved it. And this was like such a good way to get my feet wet 
you know that I don't cook. So this was, I opened the cans, I warmed the sauce, I got everything. I mean, it was like, I did it. I fully did it. And it turned out really good. See, I'll do the same thing. Even when I make that chicken salad with pasta and grapes and whatnot, Mm -hmm. I will, if I don't have the time to like grill up or George Foreman up or whatever, I just don't feel like it. I'll buy the rotisserie chicken and just, and it's so easy. Yeah. And fast. Totally. But it's a good little cheat. Yeah. So, um, but did you use I, corn I, tortillas? But I really feel like um, Sheena needs to brand like her tortilla warmer. And it should be like, like you can buy Sheena's tortilla warmer. Like I would fully buy that. Like I, I went on um, Amazon and the one that she used was like $12 and I put it in my cart already. But it's like if she would have been on top of it, she would have had that ready to go and said, here's my famous enchilada recipe, but here's something you need to do it. And I would have been like, oh, what's that? Let me buy it. Yeah, like Sonia's toaster oven that never happened. Yeah, I mean, she could totally get that done probably really cheap. I, they're oh so like the little press that's only like twelve dollars. It the one that she used was like if you go onto um, Amazon, like you can see the exact one that she used in the video, and it's just like this little fabric zipper, and it's called a tortilla oven, and it's like out of fabric, and she just throws it in there and microwaves her tortillas. Oh, okay, because yeah, if I microwave a tortilla, I put it in between paper towels so it doesn't get that hard, chewy yeah. microwave thing like bread and stuff. Yeah, that's. Um, I mean, that's what I had to do tonight, and it was a pain because I had to keep, you know, doing it back and forth or whatever. Um, but yeah, she said that saves time, and it's like, dude, why didn't you just make your own? I would buy it. Yeah. I was thinking it was like the metal press like you see at the taco places or like my mother uses for krum kaka which I'm sure you don't know what that is. but What the heck is krum kaka? <laughs> it's a traditional Scandinavian cookie. <laughs> oh my gosh. I would have never guessed that's what it was. Yeah, and there's a special press for it. A krum kaka oh. press. Yeah. She has to make sandbuckles that have their own special tins. Is it yeah. like, is it like similar to like, a, um, uh, what are those things called? Oh, shoot. No, I'll come back to it. I'll think of it. Um, you know, look, they look like waffle cookies. What are those things called? You know, you get them on the airplane. You oh, can use stroop, your, stroop yeah. waffles. Is it similar to that? Um, yeah, I guess these are just really. It's almost like a crepe, but super thin, and the, but then they're crispy, and then just really thin and flaky, and then mm. they have a pattern on it because the press will have a pattern on it, Cute. so it's lacy and beautiful. Cool. Yeah, well, just say the word, I'll have some shipped to you because I had them ship some honey um, that I gave to my neighbor and uh, they're like, yeah, we, you know, you helped deplete our supply. We still, we only have 50 quarts left now. So. Oh my <laughs> and gosh. And obviously say the word if you need toilet paper and then what do you get? A box in the mail full of toilet paper. See, Crazy. You should always put it out there, people. Put your energy out there. It may just suddenly appear. Yeah. I didn't appreciate the extra Easter chocolate she threw in there, though, because I was like, just got rid of, like, temptations in my house. And I'm like, and now it's like, and it was good chocolate. It's like, like lint and dove. And I was like, I have to eat. And it was like a solid dove chocolate bunny. I'm like, I have to eat the head off this bunny. Oh, I can't my not. gosh. A solid dove bunny? A solid 
yeah, it wasn't even the hollow. So I'm like, that's well, amazing. Yeah, it was super good. Anyways, well, I'm debating at the at the torso right now. I'm like, do I throw it away? But I keep like going and taking a bite, and I'm like, just throw it away. And I'm like, mm, I want some Peter. So I'm just. That's funny. Yeah, I've got the two little Fred Flintstone devil and angel on my shoulders. Like, yeah, no, don't throw it away. Yeah, throw, throw it away. <laughs> yeah. So I just finished Sheena's podcast with James and Raquel. So there's out. That's out there if you guys want to hear them. You know, nothing mind blowing. James is, I guess, been very productive in his quarantine. He's thriving, whereas Raquel's like bored and stir crazy. He's said he's created a whole new EP. He's dropping a new EP very soon he's got a little stew in his apartment so oh that's good I mean that's I mean that's awesome like if you have something that you can work on at home you know like I think that's like yeah such a cool thing yeah and then you know Sheena and Brock have been doing their workouts for people and whatnot but I just checked her story and I guess every year she does this charity golf tournament for Hodgkins Uh and they can't do it this year obviously and so instead they're kind of raffling off or bidding um, have a free private Zoom session with Sheena and so you get to talk to Sheena and then have a free workout with Sheena and Brock and so it's like you bid on it. Oh that's cool. And then all the money goes to that Hodgkins um, charity. Cool. Still a way to do your charity thing without you know. Yeah. Social distancing that's cool. Yeah and then she asked Raquel like if she thought because she knew she was on Lala's podcast and she thought her apology was genuine. And she's like, because I got a little, you know, as we heard on our podcast with Sheena, she, you know, Lala had just thrown her under the bus on the after show. And she's like, yeah, I wasn't going to, uh, what she said was, you know, it was weird because just a week or two prior, Lala had asked Sheena to be on the, her podcast. And she's like, yeah, of course. And then she heard about the after show saying how it's not interesting to watch a 34-year-old woman dress like a slutty Jojo Siwa. She's like, if I'm so uninteresting, why would you want me on your podcast? I'm like, mm, touche. Yeah. Uh, but she said Lala ended up – She. <laughs> Lala says, I don't read my comments. It's like, well, yeah, you do because you delete a lot of them. And then clearly you saw the feedback of that comment um, – that she called Sheena. She's like, I've just had a pit in my stomach after that. It's like, no, you didn't, because you said that quite a while ago. So you would have called her a few weeks ago whenever they shot that after show, which was clearly a long time ago because it was before quarantine. Yeah. Right? I think she's just getting the feedback, so now she's doing damage control. So whatever, she apologized to Sheena, and Sheena's forgiving, and she's like, okay, well, that's all I wanted because I wasn't going to reach out to her. So, too forgiving. I I mean, I'm still reeling from the news that Lala's wedding is possibly going to be filmed for Vanderpump Rules. I I, yeah. I I can't. I like I truly have no words. I mean, I was wondering how she wasn't going to film it, but she's been so adamant about saying that she wasn't that it's frustrating to hear that she is. It's kind of convenient though because she was trying to differentiate herself be like, mm. That's not important to me. I don't care. But this is convenient and coincidental. Like, you could still say you're not going to film my wedding, even if it's you're in filming season. Um, but I think it's just, uh, oh, I tried to say no, but now I can't. I mean, obviously, I know she would have liked to have her wedding this Saturday, but... Mm. Um, I also... 
I mean, like, if she is just now hearing the feedback about what's going on on the show and about the way people are viewing her and how she's talking to people, is she not seeing the feedback about how sick of weddings we are? I mean, I thought it was, like, a very smart move to show, like, sort of, like, a highlighted thing of her wedding. I was like, wow, that actually does make lol. It did make her different. Yeah, kind of Pandora style, where yeah. they just show, show little clips on the, from the iPhone and whatnot. Yeah. Well, so. I guess we'll see. I still think that's pretty soon to have such a big gathering, but we'll see. Yeah, I, there's no way. It's. There. I mean, our own governor said, no, there will be no large gatherings for... He's, I mean, he pretty much said till next year, at least. Yeah. And, you know, and then And then gather. to, you know, have a whole film crew there and everything, like, I, I don't know, like to make that like a working condition, I don't... The only thing they could maybe do is if they rent out the entire resort, which they may be struggling and may be down for it, and then somehow, yeah, I don't... But still seating and dancing and, yeah, it's a little weird. Yeah. We'll see. And it it actually kind of makes sense that as to, like, where her anxiety is coming or, like, her disappointment about the wedding timeline is coming because if she is getting pressure on, you know, what to do, like, if she's working off of a filming timeline, I would be stressed, too, because, you know, on, like, last week's episode, we're like, I would just wait until next year. Like, what's the big deal? The big deal is that she, if she can't film, then the moment's going to pass and Vanderpump Rules is going to be canceled by next year. You know, like, it's... (laughs) Yeah. That's what she's stressed out about, and... And also to line up all, you know, the the, the flowers and the, and the workers and the food. Like, is that all going to be, I mean, obviously people will be itching to get back to work. So that's a good aspect of it. But yeah, I just, yeah. I mean, I did, there's so many, it's just like too unknown right now. I just feel like to try to guess, you know, and about that and then have it be your special day and be worried about that. And then everyone worried about attending the event. Like I would just, it's. This is so overwhelming. Yeah. yeah, I'd rather wait to have it the way I wanted it. If you wanted everyone there, if you're kind of like, oh, we're obligated to invite all these people, but really you only want like a subset of that, that's a great excuse. Like, hey, the conditions are we have to keep it under 75 or something like that. Yeah, That'd be or, a great excuse to weed out like your family's friends of friends. <laughs> I could actually see them doing it, you know, where they're going to have it at the same location and literally only with the cast like just to get it done um which you know may be under the amount that they could you know when things are opened up a little bit more they may be able to do something like that i could see them pulling that true so did you watch any of those cameo things that have been going on yeah i I watched the one um with Kristen, the toms and sheena and brock how were those? It was good. Um, it was interesting because I felt like there was like a little bit of like, a, it was just funny watching Kristen get like annoyed with um, Sandoval. He brought like this little like ukulele onto the, the Zoom or whatever they were doing their conferencing on. And you know, like when you have a group of people, when one person speaks, like it kind of like pulls like the sound to that one person and like if that one if one person like keeps talking like it kind of 
you aren't able to talk over that I, I don't know how to like you have to take turns you have to like truly like signal to each other to communicate like it's not easy to do well he has his um freaking ukulele that he can like plug into an amp and he's playing it like well the person is trying to talk and while other people are trying to answer their question and Kristen's mm-hmm. like, Tom, stop! Stop it, Tom! Like, they were, like, literally, like, she was, like, yelling and, like, rolling her eyes at, like, the girl who was hosting it. And it, it was, like, it was so raw and so good. I loved it. Um, but <laughs> I, I even commented on there. I'm like, stop playing, Tom! Um, I think it just triggers me because Chad will do that when I'm talking. Like, I'll be talking and he'll be strumming his guitar. And it's like something in my brain like malfunctions and it's like every strum makes me not be able to think or hear and it's like stop playing i am talking like it's it's just too much for my add or something yeah so um it was but it was also like i the other comments people were super entertained by it so it was cute like it actually added like a lot of flair to (laughs) the call you know I was just thinking about like when Heidi and Kaya called you out. I'm like, one could say that about if you're talking to someone and they're texting and Heidi and Kaya both called you out. And then like I used to, and then I realized, oh, she can do two things at once. Cause I'm like, what did I just say? And you'd repeat it like verbatim. I'm like, oh, okay. I, so I don't, I don't do that anymore to you, but it annoyed the fuck out of them. And you're like, whoa, I don't even know you people very well. And they just called you out. They're like, I'll just wait till you're done. <laughs> Yeah, I <laughs> yeah, I I remember that very well. <laughs> I don't like to stare at people when they're talking. Like yeah, I guess that it that is rude of me, but I I don't know. I don't I don't you know, it's like the hugging thing. Like I don't like gazing into your eyes when you're talking to me. I don't know. <laughs> I know. You're just finally like, do I have to keep looking in your eyes otherwise yeah. I'm going to look like dodgy like a serial killer and, or like, something. And like both of them like talk a lot. You know, it's like a it's like I have to I, like never be able to look down. 100%. Well, <laughs> Kaya did it to Amanda. And it's also like a younger generation thing too, because Kaya did it to Amanda. And Amanda was just like, you know, she's, she's you know, even way younger, but she could do 19 things at the same time because she, that's just how these kids are these days. But, uh, and Amanda, again, did what you did, repeated every word she said back to her. And I just started laughing. I'm like, yeah, that's why I don't care anymore because I got it. Oh I figured gosh, it out. That's so funny. <laughs> all right anything else going on um i'm trying to think no but i but i think it is it is cool how the vanderpump people it seems like they're trying to like keep everybody entertained and i don't know like they're doing a pretty good job how did um how was the was it like a family feud or the, the sheena brock one um I, I didn't see that one. Okay. I mean, they they played a game on the one that I saw, but it was like Vanderpump Rules versus um, Summer, Summer House. House. Yeah. And okay. that that was funny because some of the questions, like I was like yelling, like one of the questions was, what season did Jax get his nose job? And they're like, which one? And they're like, the first one. And they, they got it wrong. Huh. Like, how, how do you guys not remember? So can people watch these now like recorded or did you have to t- turn in tune in live um i believe it's recorded because i th- but I, I i haven't gone back to watch but i'm pretty sure that's how it works like it's live and then you can go back I think. okay because i marked down the time but of course i forgot and then i was like Meh. 
So I'll go back and watch, but... Yeah, Heather, like, went live in our group, and it was all, there's a Vanderpump Rules watch party by Heather, and I'm like, oh, my God, like, what's this? And so I went on, and she's like, you guys, my arm's getting tired. Go to the link that I posted. <laughs> and so I, I was like, oh. So I went to, the, <laughs> went to the link. That's funny. Yeah, but I think that's so cool that, like, it was free, I, I, and they actually didn't even say, like, if you want to donate and you watch this for free, like, they didn't actually plug where I could go if I wanted to support it, so I'm not sure, I'm sure I could hmm. look into that, but they, they did not mention that. Maybe it's like, okay, it's free press for Cameo, so that's good for them, but to get the lineup, maybe the people that are on Cameo, they said, hey, we'll, we'll match, you know, something, or we'll prioritize you or something you know maybe they there's something in it for the people that volunteered right because if it's not going to charity they're just doing it maybe or maybe they're just doing it to promote themselves hey you can get me on cameo that's true too i mean yeah plug for both that's true Hmm. um but there i mean i thought there would be like a lot more people watching i mean that's like you know, really good cast members of Vanderpump Rules and great cast members of Summer House, and there was 415 people watching. Oh, wow. Yeah, I don't think they promoted enough and in advance. Yeah. They needed to have people storing it and pushing it out there, because we only found out about a couple days ago. Yeah. And then, yeah, like, can you watch it again? Like, that's, you know... Are you going to be watching Jax? Isn't that right now? Isn't Jackson right now for uh, for cheer or something? Oh, is he? I don't know. I just love that he had like really tiny letter billing. Oh my god, that was hilarious. And <laughs> that the Toms were like much bigger. Sheena was bigger. It was like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Well, should we get into the rest of our questions? Yes. Let's so I have where we left off is. And I think you kind of talked about this, but let's just go back. So, Holly, how on earth do you have so much energy as a mom, especially driving Ronnie around and helping with all her dance stuff? Oh, God. You're, ama- you're amazing, by the way. What's your busy downtime life balance like? Well, she doesn't have any. Well, let me tell you <laughs> that um, Ariel, shout out to Ariel, exposed me. Um, she's like, hey, like, Ronnie's really into TikTok, isn't she? And I was like, oh, my God. Like, during quarantine, TikTok has been my babysitter. She sets it up and does them, like, all day long, and they are, like, insane. <laughs> like, and I just, that's that's my downtime. Seriously, like, it is, like TikTok has saved me. Um, I don't know how I do it. I do it just like all you other moms and, you know, people, busy people do it. You just make it happen. I don't know. Um and I really like being busy. Like I, that's why I'm like, I'm like truly like going insane being at home. It's, it's like, I feel like I'm crawling up the wall. Yeah. Like I like never been much of a sleeper at all either. No, like this is, it's like, I like to like literally like get up and go and not be home until it's time to go to bed. (laughs) I wonder who sleeps less. You or Peter. I bet we are like very close. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. My answer to that was, she's insane. (laughs) The next question was, Sarah, what made you move to California? Also, I think you mentioned traveling a lot. What's your favorite place you've ever traveled? Well, I believe I already told this story and what made me move to California. I said it when I was three and I keep my word. 
and you know <laughs> I made the, my greatest life decisions at three so that's that my favorite places to travel and they're all different it depends what you're looking for or if you're looking like Santorini in Greece was like insane definitely got to go back Bora Bora insane but people if you're going to go all the way to Tahiti don't just land and stay in Tahiti. You got to go to one of the Motus, and it doesn't. That Bora Bora is one of them, but there's you know others offshoots. You fly into Tahiti, and then you take a boat to where whichever Motu little kind of like island that you're staying at, because um, Tahiti is. Uh, it's it just it's it sounds so exotic and and it's great. It's just not what you are seeing on The Bachelor or on TV. So just pay a little bit extra money. The boat picks you up for free at the Tahiti airport, and they transport you. where Whatever hotel you're staying at, it's free transportation. Um, but just just it's worth the extra whatever. So And you get the overwater, the bungalow and all that. Um, Alaska, mind-blowing. Um Minnesota Boundary Waters, I gotta throw that in, you know, just for the Minnesota people. That's beautiful. You're <laughs> that anywhere in your that definitely got talked about in the last one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Drinking Kool-Aid from the lake. It's untouched. Chad and I Chad and I were just talking about like where, you know, when this is all over, like I'm not gonna be at home anymore. I'm just gonna be out and about. Um and I said um, about? Yeah, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be about um Speaking of Canada and Boundary Waters, anyways, we, go um, our Chad's brother just bought a brand new house. It's like being built, you know, from the ground up, brand new house, and um, they're you know, it's really fun watching them design it and everything. And I was like, well, Chad, you know, we can move away and do that too. You know, where would you be open to moving out of California? Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what, I really think when we're able to travel, we should go check out Minnesota. And he's like, I don't know. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I would be open to that. So I, we really are going to plan a trip to Minnesota and go look there. Okay. Well, I'm going to tell you, you can get a lot for your value in other places that are beautiful, green and hilly, and you get that hometown, but like less cold. You could do like Tennessee is popping off right now. South Carolina is reasonable. Um, parts of... Well, obviously, like Idaho and Utah or parts if I of Colorado. Went, if I went to go visit Minnesota, like I'm going to go to Minnesota, where else could I go on that trip? Nowhere. Oh. <laughs> I can't, like, I can't like jump in the car and, like, cross another state line? <laughs> yeah, you can, but, like, you will not want to live. I, hey, I love the Dakotas, but you would go crazy there. Um, it's very spread apart there's there you, you would go crazy just for like not a lot to do okay um wisconsin has a lot it's very similar looking to minnesota so you could go there shout out to our people there ariel um so you could go to wisconsin um i'm not you know you could go to chicago it's like a six seven hour drive um but you know it's kind of like when we went to kentucky it's like there's not you could go to southern ohio or maybe indiana or tennessee I, or something i but, really liked kentucky i really did like i would well, love, I, would, I would love to take chad there Michaela, so he could see it michaela and ryan have been talking about tennessee and that's you know borders kentucky and it's beautiful like i was gonna say for you guys that 
especially right now, if you want to travel, but you, you want to stay in the States, you want to drive, you want to make it, you know, less, less in your risks. There's so many beautiful places. Like every state has its own beauty. Like, I know. That's why I'm like, I, like, I want to map out, like, there's so many places. I, like, I've never been to Oregon. I want to go to freaking Oregon. I want to go to Washington. I want to go, like, there's so many places. And that was that my I favorite place to live. Seattle is one of the most beautiful places also. Um, the only reason I said Alaska is because it looks very much like Seattle, but Alaska's just like so much more grand, but Seattle and Portland and Oregon have so much, um, you know, it, there's just a lot. Yeah. Um, so it's and then, of- and then like my, like number one, like I have to go before, you know, I kick the bucket. <laughs> Um, is New York. I want to go to New York. I want to see a show on Broadway. Like, I, I want to go to New York. And you could live there if you went out, you know, further out, hour or two, couple hours out, and have that small town. Like, you know, um, Scott and Luciana, right? Mm-hmm. So he's from Woodstock, and mm-hmm. his brother moved back there, but he's still in the industry. You know, he does pr- you know, production and mm-hmm. all that stuff. He just will travel into the city if they're shooting in the city and like you can commute but you can get reasonable stuff out there but you know i just want to warn you it gets very cold in those northern states and I, it's not big bear cold it's yeah like, I, I see i would like absolutely have to experience that before i like chose to pick up and go you know you'd probably have to experience it yeah in like january yeah i'd have to <laughs> okay so what um, else okay. Yeah. Um, Tony Ann asked, how did you and Sarah meet? I feel like you guys have said it before, but I can't remember. Um, So we met through our friend Julia. Um, uh, Julia and I worked at a law firm together that represented the OC Housewives Bravo connection. Um, And she told me that she had a friend who lived in the same city that I lived in, that I grew up in. And I was like, no way. And she invited me to a bar called Mothers. And I was like, what's Mothers? Um, (laughs) And that's when I met Sarah. It was amazing. And um, Sarah and Julia, like, in a way, like, they couldn't, like, they're they're not, um, like, the same they're almost like opposite people so it was like truly a treasure of a moment <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so it was fun and yeah <laughs> yeah and we're like and we're coming up on wait did we just hit 10 years well yeah yeah we're hitting we're hitting 10 years on oh, my birthday yes that's yes, right yes yeah. Crazy. All right. Uh, Shribastina, who from VPR, asked who from VPR would you like to be best friends with and why? I'm going to let you take this one first. <laughs> oh. Um, hmm. I mean, obviously, besides Katie O'Malley, that's an obvious. <laughs> uh. Um, <laughs> I wrote down Jeremy's girlfriend Rachel, maybe, <laughs> and then I have Christina Kelly question mark. <laughs> like, oh. like my first, like if I, like my first answer was is like I would want to be Stassi's best friend. Like I would want to be Stassi's best friend. Like that, um, 
is like protected by her. Like I wouldn't want to be, I wouldn't want like, but like then I see what she's doing to Kristen and I don't know, like would I piss her off? And then that would happen to me. Or like what she did to Rachel. Rachel had Sheena on this week too. And Rachel kind of talked about, she didn't name, we know she was talking about Stassi, but she's like, yeah, all of a sudden we were like, BFFs, all of a sudden, that was nothing. I guess I did something. Don't know what I did. Kind of like Kristen, but at least we all kind of know what Kristen did. Really? She said that? Yeah, but it's true. Like, what could Rachel have possibly done to Stassi except for... Oh, my gosh. She's been so supportive of her. Except for remain friends with Kristen is the only problem I can see. So, uh, you know, I, I get that you saying Stassi but look what could happen and then you'd just be like blindsided and devastated and I mean I, I she I just it's like my answer like my very surface answer like because I feel like she's like the most yeah. famous and the glitziest I think Kristen would be a loyal friend um she'd be a lot of work but she'd be always a loyal friend um Sheena would be a fun friend like a kind friend but also, like, I couldn't keep up with her. She's, like, she got too much energy. And, like, I couldn't keep up with that um, li- lifestyle. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. what? Going somewhere else again? Like, she's just like, just all over the place, you know. And I wish I had that energy. But I'm old as fuck, so I don't anymore. I like to sometimes just watch a marathon of Snapped on my couch. Um, so, I don't know. That's a really hard one. I feel like Brittany would be fun to be friends with like I feel like she would be a fun friend um if I could deal with like all of her little quirks too yeah I think she wouldn't throw you under the bus she'd be loyal like she's like yeah she's like someone that they like you can see like she truly has like lifelong friends which is always like a good sign that someone you know can keep their relationships I I don't know she's been doing a good job of keeping them separate Mm-hmm. Um, but equal and people just let her have that they don't bully her, bully her into why ain't you talking you know like so she yeah. does a good job of that so I'll give her props for that yeah and then and like, like I feel like she's like really been a good friend as far as like trying to bring, bring her friends onto the show too you know like I don't mm-hmm. like if if you were on a reality show like I'd be like Sarah like I'm like one of your really good friends like you need to have a storyline with me or something you know what I mean and she's included Kara in a lot of her you know storylines yeah, leave her in the dust and then right. like her wedding party she had a lot of family friends there and a lot of them were featured too I mean not like speaking roles but they were all there and so that was cool yeah all right. Well, uh, well. Hey. Well, speaking of, um, it doesn't have to be a girl. Who would you choose for your best guy friend? My best guy friend. Eek. Um. Who would Chad choose? <laughs> probably Sandoval. Yeah. I don't know. Like I'll I, ask him. I'll ask him. Um, well, they have the music thing in common and the excitement for things like that. And I mean, that's the thing. He's a good friend and a loyal friend. Maybe you don't have like a whole bunch of stuff in common, but he's a friend you could count on. Also, and, like when Chad gets going, like he will not be quiet. And I feel like those two together could give each other a run for their money. Like, like, and also, okay, go ahead. No, that that's all. <laughs> Oh, also, they both really like to commit fully to a costume. Yes, and I think that I think that Chad, yeah, Chad, Chad likes that for sure. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Um, 
Ashley Z asks, now, did you watch Tiger King? Um, a little bit. Okay. Um, well, then this might be hard for you. She asked, fuck, Mary kill, Joe Exotic, Jeff Lowe, or Carol Baskin? Oh, wait, I thought did we did that it? one. Okay, did we? Yeah, I think so. Oh, you know what? See, I folded the ones we did, but now I see there's like three lines under this question, and that must have meant like the stop point. Yeah, right, I think so. I, yeah, I think we did that one. No wonder you said um, we already talked about this because we did. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> no. It's okay. It's anyways. It's fine. All right. Well, then moving on. Um, Suzanne C asked, "What? Uh, what is y'all's top?" Five favorite moments in VPR. What scenes do you two think have made the show what it is slash was? Oh my god! Like I, I wouldn't. I need to prepare for that. Um, you know what? I just. I also made a note. Duh! I guess I would have Ariana as my best friend. Oh yeah. Why do we always forget about her? <laughs> Shit. I don't know. Anyways, because she likes to chill and <laughs> stay inside. But she also likes to go have fun. Did you, um, on the podcast where it was um, Kristen and Sheena, did you hear that part where Kristen slammed um, Tom and Ariana's friends? Yeah, and I did. Who do you think she was talking about? Do you think she was talking about, like, kind of the, the, I don't want to call them the D-list group, but kind of the Vanderpump Rules hanger-oners? Like Jesse and Janet and Logan or something? That yeah, just that whole group, you know, that runs with them. Yeah, I don't know. I because when it she seems... sa- when she said that, like it came out in like this kind of like bitter way, and I was like, ooh. Like, but you know is... what? All three of those people. I'm not so sure about Logan, but like, Janet and um, Jesse are very good friends with James. So maybe it's just kind of like associate guilty by association. Hmm. And she lets it slide with Sheena. Although, when Sheena brought up James, Kristen did not hold back. She's like, no, no, no. But I think she lets it slide with Sheena because Sheena has to. It's part of her job. Yeah, you know? yeah. So I, that could be part of that. You know, she just doesn't want anyone who likes James. I, I, I almost felt like it was, um, like, further than that. Like, she was, like, truly calling their character into, like, she was, like, I mean, that's their choice to associate themselves with those people. But, you know, like, the way she said it, I was like, oh, shoot. Mm. Well, or Brad. But Brad seems to be friends with everybody, too, except for maybe Kristen. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. All those people are very nice, and they're, I don't know. But I guess um, I haven't listened to, like, every podcast that, the you know, any of those people have ever done. Maybe they, you know, when they get they go on Vanderpump Rules podcast maybe they've said something about her and she's heard it and she doesn't like that or something who knows I mean I've heard Janet and Logan on a podcast and they didn't say anything about Kristen um hmm yeah I was was like super curious to know who she was talking about because um I mean just from being out they do um Tom and Ariana have like a super fun group of people you know like they're all like it's like such a fun energy group of people so I was when she said that I was just like that's bizarre and they're always around so if yeah. like you know there's a problem that's kind of weird I don't know yeah alright well I'm going to go with guilty by liking James yeah, that, yeah they're pro- that's probably a great theory okay did you write down your f- top five favorite moments or do you want to think about it and I can talk about mine 
do you want to tune me out and I'll talk about mine while you quickly scroll through eight seasons in your mind? Hello? Bueller? Sorry, I think I hit, I hit mute. Sorry. Yeah. Like, There's okay. this little button like on my headset and like I don't know how it gets pressed, but it does. So. Uh, oh, okay. So what was your answer to that? Um, yeah, that's fine. You can you can start. Okay. Okay, and you can just tune me out. Okay. So I have um, Stassi bringing in her round two group of friends in season one in Vegas. Like, I think I like that more than the chunky sweater fight because it was just like, because the producers were so like, whoa, what? Like, that was pretty classic. Um, obviously, the Kristen and Jax and Kristen finally admitting it was, you know, just iconic. Obviously, and this one is real close to our heart, the Faith tapes and, you know, Rotten Hail and Faith and that whole situation. Um, even even that first episode when James is like, what? What? And then runs around and then, I mean, that was definitely a top. Um, I loved Kristen in the green dress going to pick up her mail and lingering and Tom complaining about not wanting to give up his DVR, which she later said on a podcast, and he may have too, that because we were all like, what was on that DVR that he just couldn't get rid of? Well, she said for the first two seasons, Tom and uh, Kristen were so poor, they didn't have cable, so they could never watch their own show. So when they finally, like after season two or something, got could afford cable, they had all the episodes DVR'd on there. So, of course, he wanted to keep them, you know, because this isn't in the day of recording onto a VHS tape anymore. So I get that. Um, but I love that scene. I love the scene of Sandoval finally punching Jax, um, you know, particularly after Jax sitting on the beach being so callous, like, nope, 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 doesn't, doesn't affect me at all. You know, that was crazy. Um, love the Tom and Tequila Katie in Mexico. Um, <laughs> that was good. I don't know. That That's what I could come up with off the top of my head. I mean, uh, yes, the Lala James Summer Bodies was iconic, but it that was just so, like, ew, that I, I can't rate that as, like, a top favorite because it was just, it was gross. So. Oh, my God. That you... was, like, the best moment, though. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, now it's your turn. <laughs> okay. Um, I am going to go with let me see here how many was it five yeah that's hard um okay you could even say one per season or something like that whatever you want to do I am not that organized okay let me see I my brain is like all over the place right now okay I'm gonna go with number five Sheena's crop top wedding dress um it was just I'll, I'll never recover from that. It was so great. Um, that whole wedding was just the best. Um, I loved um, the parking lot fight in season one. Like, I'll never get over that moment either. Um, just like how they were in, like, that parking lot, the the shirts coming off, just everything about it. Sandoval's pants. <laughs> yes. Um yeah. Next was, like, the Stassi tattoo moment. I mean, that was just iconic. Um, suck a dick, obviously. 
Um, and the Jackson Faith thing was great. I probably just went more than five, but there's too many. I mean, there's literally like five for every season. Yeah. Five for every season, one through five. Yes. <laughs> totally. All right. Um, Marissa G asked, who is Michaela? That is my niece. Um, I don't know what else to say about that. Um, <laughs> a lot of the new listeners probably don't even know who she is because she has not been on in so long. Yeah. Um, it's like the day oneers that know Michaela. And then, you know, obviously you mention her a lot and I mention her a lot, but she needs to come on and, um, okay, you know. I guess we should explain. So you guys, when we went, especially for you new listeners, and that's why we're doing the Q and a to bring you up to date. Um, when we went to stay in Rob's cabin in Big Bear, you know, seven-minute TV Rob, we saw that seven-minute TV. Michaela came with with her daughter, Holly, and her family and me. And so she came with on that. She came with to our very first Sur trip. And that's when we we got pictures with Peter and Ken Todd. And um, while they were taking the picture, Peter slid his hand down her ass and like grabbed her ass. So that was disgusting. And <laughs> Peter definitely like Peter. I feel like Peter has like calmed down a little bit. Maybe he hasn't. Maybe I, maybe he just doesn't try to grab my ass, but um, like, I feel like in, when, when he did that to Michaela, like he was like seriously on the prowl. Like he was so slimy back then like it was insane um we, we should post the picture again so everyone can see the look on his face yeah and then she and then we went back to sir when we filmed with schwartz learning from guillermo how to be a charming host and they filmed us at our table with them and um so she was there for that and then also i don't know if it was that time or the time before we were at sir when uh, she went up to get a drink at the bar and Jax just refused to help her. Like, I think he was doing the whole Tom Likas, like, don't pay attention to the hot girl. It'll make her want you more. Because there was no one at the bar and she was beautiful and young and hot and had a great dress on and whatever. And she had no interest in him. Trust me. Like, she's dating the real deal, not the guy he pretended to be. Um, well, married to now, but at the time dating. And anyways, he was a dick. A shocker. Um, and I had been at the sidebar uh, ordering from Sandoval, who was very nice. He wasn't overly friendly, but he was very professional. And But I think he was also a little tense because as I was there, Kristen came up and was barking at him. And they that, and then we saw later after, you know, that time uh, it was it was in the middle of their breakup. So mm. understand understand why that happened. So, yeah, she's just been with us on a lot of excursions. She came to our premiere party. Yeah, Michaela's like a, Michaela's like a silent, huge supporter of the podcast, for sure. Like, she is mentally there to help Sarah and I when things go awry. And she's always, she always, you know, is texting us and, like, you know, letting us know her points of view. And she's always there. You just don't know. <laughs> yeah. And she's still into it, but she feels the same way, like, most of us feel um she's into southern charm really into shots of sunset like that's probably like the biggest one right now which i just gotta go marathon that because everyone's saying that so i just i gotta maybe i'll do that this weekend yeah all right um okay here's kind of a long paragraph 
and it's from Nikki L. I have this conspiracy theory that Rand and Lala are trying to do some serious damage control. He's been in show business for years now. I'm pretty sure he knows how to behave on camera or at least bribed production to give him a good edit. Blah, blah, blah. Anyways, when Lala told Raquel, remember your place, it seemed to be like a threat to their agreement. This is an agreement that I made up but believe to be true. I believe Lala and Rand made an agreement with Raquel and James to keep their names out of their mouths and they would befriend them, um, equaling more airtime for all of them. Um, music, stew time, invited to their canceled wedding. Um, and then she's like, I'm just really uh, salty about the whole Fofty gate and how it was barely discussed on the show. Yeah, you and me both. Like, and someone else said that today too, how they just didn't bring up the Fofty stuff and didn't address it. And it was like, can we stop sheltering these people on a reality show and deal with what's really going on? Um, so that's a good theory. I love that theory. I think you are totally on to something, Nikki. I, you're probably right. And for sure, there was like, that was a very loaded threat that she did when she was like, know your place. Like it was, it was scary. I shuddered. Yeah. Um, and I mean, Randall and Lala seem like super into their podcast and like they like when they get a reaction from people, you know, they restory all their stuff. And I think Randall really gets a kick out of having like a, a good fi- viral podcast. Why wouldn't you do a podcast about Fofty? Like do your side of the story or something like that. Like it's literally in their hands. You Like you would think that he would speak on it. Well, that would just open up the can of worms again because someone's going to send it to Fofty and he's going to go off again. So I, I can get why they wouldn't or why he wouldn't, Randall wouldn't. I mean, but like just leap sleeping dogs lie. And I, but it I would go know. viral. It would. And I mean, maybe they're in a place where they're talking now. Like I would have 50 Cent come on for a second and be like, hey, remember when I like said Fofty or something? Like, you know, like you would think both of them would want like that, that attention. Yeah, it seems like Fofty's still salty, though, because, you know, just recently, he's like, ain't no one was going to go, when they canceled their wedding, he's like, ain't no one was going to go to that piece of shit anyways. Yeah. You know, yeah. that was just recently. Yeah, that's I true. Saw Fof, uh, I saw Fofty went live on Instagram, was it today or yesterday, but I didn't click on it, so. Um, every, t- every time I see him, I go on and I say, like, I, I say Fofty, or I say, please come on our podcast, or anything like that. I always try to get on there and like leave a comment. <laughs> I reached nice. out to him to be on our podcast and it's so weird that he didn't respond. Like it's, I'm so shocked. Yeah. That is weird. Come on, Fafi. I hope he's okay. Yeah. I hope he's okay. I know. I know. Maybe trapped under something heavy. It's, you know, it's a stressful time right now. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Leslie R. asks, what were your favorite shows to watch and discuss before VPR or did VPR bond you? And have you ever been annoyed with each other over your love slash hate with a cast member or plot? Have you ever been annoyed? Yeah, I feel like we've had our little moments of being annoyed (laughs) with each other over the cast member. Um, I feel feel like we talked about that before, too. Like, Dance Moms bonded us. Like, I, I... I've watched seasons of The Bachelorette and The Bachelor. Probably we talked about or, that maybe before Vanderpump Rules yeah. or something. Orange County. Yeah, Orange. Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. Yeah. So, and then 
I said probably sometimes I defend some or others because simply they are nicer and more appreciative of their fans and so like I feel like defending them or I'm defending the underdog whereas like in reality it's like there's certain people I, I I'm not a fan of but I want them on the show because they help make for a good show um so it just depends on like from being honest with myself or lying to myself or whatever or or yeah or we'll just disagree on how we interpreted the scene but never um like angry or anything <laughs> i think i got like super angry over like fighting about stassi once like where i almost cried um <laughs> yeah well i think the one time yeah i can remember why well, for sure i know it's about stassi nobody else um i think the one time when you're like oh she's been supportive of us, of us she's retweeted us i was like once uh at the like very very beginning and then you said it came from chad's account not even ours <laughs> so that and then you and it's then, yeah. well and i still will argue about that no it was ours okay. and um okay I don't know, but I also don't contact. I don't like. I don't reach out to people, so I don't know. Oh, maybe was Chad was in the clip, and so she heard him. Maybe that was it. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. Let's let's okay. let's fight about it again. <laughs> no, I, don't, I don't really give a shit. <laughs> um, okay, Kelly P asked. Um, oh, okay. We already talked about this. Who's Michaela and who Julia are? So Julia's my long-term friend. Yeah, I think we talked about that in the last one anyways. And she worked with Holly and then Michaela's my niece. Okay. Allie D, do you know who that is? No. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I love this post. Who is your favorite moderator and why? Um, do you know the names of our moderators? I'm trying to think. Oh I think there gosh. I think there's a a Callie, right? And <laughs> Just kidding. She's like, ha ha, just kidding. By the way, you guys, LED is one of our great moderators. And thank you to all of our moderators for keeping everything alive and sane and everyone positive. And let's all share our differences of opinions in a healthy, fun way. Like, I can't believe that we even have moderators, you guys. The fact that they, they do, we can't pay them. We don't pay them. They do it all for free for us. And it is so, like, we could... I would stress out so badly if I had to deal with all like the Facebook thing is just very hard to deal with. Not that you guys are hard to deal with, but just to catch everything and to have those extra eyes are, it, I am grateful every day for it. Yeah. So thank you, Allie, Keely, Heather, Ariel, Brittany. Yes. Um, but she did ask a question. She said, real question though. What happens if VVPR ends any thoughts on quitting before it ends? Um, no, no, not I'm not. Um, and what happens if it ends? Well, I believe we're already transitioning to a Vegas one. There's going to be some kind of follow-up, even if VPR ends. There's going to be some kind of follow-up. With all these weddings and pregnancies looming, there's going to be something. And also, maybe something better will come along as well. <laughs> you never know. Yeah, um... I have definitely thought about quitting. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I just had moments of just like, I can't do it anymore. Um, but I am so glad that I haven't. And I... Do you imagine how boring it would be right now if we didn't have our group and even this outlet to do this? But just like, 
everyone's bored. It's like, oh, we can go see, like we said in Facebook, we can't even search things. I'm missing posts and I feel bad. So I'm trying to scroll down, but I'm like, it's not catching no, all of it them. It is and- like such an amazing distraction. And that truly is like, if, if I, I have to get into the right mindset and like so many of you guys message me like after, I forget which episode it was after, but so many people reached out to me and were like, Holly, you know, I'm so sorry about that you feel that way or something, you know, like so many people were like concerned about like where I was. And um, it's like, if I get into the right headspace, like I actually thank Vanderpump Rules for giving this to me because, you know, like it's as crazy as it is and as crazy as my parents think that I am for doing this, like it is the most incredible community that I've ever, like, I, I can't even believe it. Like it's amazing. So I'm, so happy being here and sometimes the show just gets hard to talk about (laughs) yeah and if she wants to quit chad and i will go on (laughs) (laughs) or or maybe ronnie yeah like ronnie can you have your mom drop you off tonight around 9 30 (laughs) i was like i was like ronnie i need you to take a bite of like the sheena enchiladas and then let me like i need to do a reaction video and she's like i she was like all mad she's like i'm not doing it i'm not doing it she's like i'm gonna give a big thumbs down this was before she tasted it like she was she did not want to taste the enchiladas and then she liked them so i'll have to film something nice yeah well sheena did like her go to school yeah that was so she restored it she re yeah i was like look ronnie she restored you and she has a million friends so that's cool cool. she probably got excited about that yeah she doesn't really get this she's like she thinks she has a million friends so it's like like anytime anyone is famous she's like well i i'm just like her so what's the like all right i mean i saw her birthday drive by caravan so i don't think she's wrong (laughs) (laughs) she's definitely got her own thing going on so Karen M. and Courtney H. said, I can't wait for the deep dive on Bo. I got a really weird feeling from him, and I'd love to know more about his backstory. So I know you're working on it. Um, I heard him say something, like it turns out, Stassi's like, well, you have a lot of last names. So I think Clark is either his mom's name or his stepdad or something, and his dad's name is Wentworth. Yeah, um, I need to, like, I need to do, like, my full background checks, um, and I haven't done that yet, but you guys, so I've dropped the ball on that a little bit, like, I'm, like, halfway done, but I need to, like, really get in there and get deep, so I'll, I'm working on that, and I totally agree, you guys, there's a story there, there's too many things that, like, are not adding up, like, there's just all these little, like, like, I think he's just, like, weaved a story, and I think that, you know, I'm sure everything is like what he has said, but I think it just needs to be untangled a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Then they said, um, do you think Lala would actually take a diamond on Beverly Hills if it was offered? Do you think her relationship with Lisa be affected? Well, I already had answered this 100%, but now there's an article I just saw yesterday of her addressing that. Like she would love it. And of course, LVP, I could see, um, pushing for that like if LVP returned I could see her bringing Lala with her to be like the new Brandy someone under her thumb that she can control and make be her ally and I think it would work for a season until Lala solidified her role much the way Brandy did and then I think at some point Lala would get a little big for her britches as she does and be like wait a second I'm just as big as you kind of you know the way Brandy got so I can see that whole thing happening for sure 
and someone asked them on their podcast and they're like, well, Randall, would you be on it then? Or would you do your own reality show? And he said, he used to say no, but he also said no to Vanderpump and look, he's on now. So never say never. So, hmm. yeah, I don't want to watch that show though. Mm-mm. Nope. That's a spinoff. I'm not interested in, I'd be more interested in a Randall only. <laughs> Oh, anyways, um, okay, Aaron, um, when you met Peter, did he smell like cheap cologne and oily hair? Because that's all I can think of whenever he's on the show. Well, it's a look. Um, did you smell anything? Um, I smell, I smelt harrow. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if I smelled anything. He's really hot. Like he literally is hot to the touch, which was kind of gross. Like his 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 shirt is like it's like literally pressed to his skin. So when you like go in to like take a picture or something, like you're really in there. It's like a feeling a second skin sort of shirt, which was a little disturbing. That's my yeah. only reaction. It's like to body. That. Yeah. It's like body paint. Um, Iris R asked the same question. Question we already answered. How did you meet? But I just wanted to give her a shout out. Lisa E. Who recorded your original opening? Holly and Sarah, tell it like it is. Let's get real. I'm thinking that accent might be Manchester, like Mel B. Did you just, you found it somewhere? Or Um, I don't know how you did it. Yeah, no, I had it recorded. Like I wrote the script for it myself. So all of those words I am responsible for. And and I, I literally sent them like a what like the Vanderpump Rules opening sounded like and I said copy it and so um that's what the like there was like a studio voice like you hire like a person to do your intro and so that's what they came back with cool yeah I really miss that intro I think we should bring it back yeah you could just change the words a little bit or not yeah let's just piss everybody off yeah let's just actually bring back Let's actually double down and make it even more so. I mean, like, I can't change the, only the words. Like, it's, it's done. <laughs> Just be like, like the, the only one worth listening to. Yeah. <laughs> That's really... That's literally it's pretty much what it says. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We're, we're just truth speakers that's yeah. all <laughs> uh, you know what I'm going to put it in an episode um, so you guys can hear it some of you new listeners because oh it was good it was hilarious well I'm fine with you want to bring it back <laughs> um, okay Elaine T asked do you think Jax's obsession with being the number the number one guy in the group is what's prompting his behavior towards Sandoval he seems very jealous of everything Sandoval does and is using every opportunity to try and keep Tom knocked down or as Lala would put it remind him of his place um yes I think his success and just his drive and ambition and respect drives Jax insane um do you think Jack? Uh, sorry, I'm just trying to read along with you. Do you think Jack's obsession with being number one? Um, oh yeah, totally. I think yeah, Jack's is just. I feel like Sandoval is just everything that Jax can never... Jax can, like, fake it to a point. Like, he can do... Like, he can put on his little acting, whatever he does, whatever he calls reality TV acting. But Sandoval takes it to such a different level 
that like it makes Jax's eyes like roll into the back of his head and like there he just he can't get on his level and I think that frustrates him like very badly well he doesn't have the patience or ambition or drive to to do what Sandoval does and then see it through he gets too impatient and short-sighted and uh, Maggie commented she agrees that you know he's just projecting Maggie (laughs) he's projecting and she doesn't believe for a second nor do I he he has the money to survive comfortably after the show as he claims like I'm set for life I'm sorry I you know I sell all the medical marijuana to all the hospitals in the world it's like sure you do you and your one partner mm -hmm." and by the way as Julia pointed out you don't buy marijuana at the hospital you have to go to a dispensary you dumb fuck so staying you provide it to all the hospitals Mm, i don't think so yeah that like literally doesn't make sense i don't get it yeah and and even if that was like oh if they were using it to treat patients yeah i think the mayo clinic's going to be like okay well let's look at our suppliers here oh we've got this company this well this one looks good this guy on vanderpump rules and some other guy let's just go with them we know his name that's who I would go with for sure. I'd be like, yeah, let's go with Jax. <laughs> um, okay. Um, wait, really quick. I see um, Heather said, is Stassi copying Ariana because she's been drinking Celsius for months? I cannot find a Celsius anywhere. Where can I buy a Celsius? Do they have it at, um, at your gym? Do you remember seeing them? Someone told me that they have them there. Uh, I don't know. I don't ever buy beverages outside of water there. Oh. And um, I don't buy you don't, you alcohol. Don't, you don't go to like the juice bar or anything there? Is it alcohol or is it like sparkling water? It's sparkling water. It's an energy drink, a sparkling energy drink, I think. Oh, I don't like energy drinks. So oh. no. I don't know. Maybe I'd check for you, but I can't. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was... It was somewhere and the, I don't know there's so probably many Whole Foods or something probably Whole I think it's like a pricey thing mm, yeah. but anyone let you guys let me know where I can find when I'm dying to try it but then Jacob said well Heather I've been drinking Fahrenheit all this time <laughs> <laughs> I love Jacob I know well I, my favorite um, I thought, and it's a perfect way to end too on a very positive note is something from Jacob but I was just trying to read what Ellen T wrote in about that Jax thing. I really think he's manipulating the entire group to not like Tom and Ariana, so they push him out of the group. Similar to what Kristen tried to do with Ariana back when she first started dating Tom, yeah? Because really, they're all going to talk smack that they think Tom and Ariana live on a high horse, um, but be besties with Lala, who is on the highest of horses. True that. Um, hmm. Okay, Christy M. asks, and this was a question we discussed and thought about, but I just didn't think it was appropriate, and it's not for, like, so she said, have you ever done any research on Shino's biological dad? Um, No, I thought about asking her when she was on the podcast, but that's something I'd like to have a conversation with her before ahead of time and not just off the cuff and put someone in an awkward position because it may be a great relationship maybe no really I don't know and I just don't want to like bring up something so sensitive like that like without talking to the person first you know mm-hmm. so I mean I have I've definitely researched it and I haven't really come up with anything so if anybody does know anything let us know um, but I know she considers Ron her dad uh, one 
thousand million percent and that's all that really matters so right i don't know anything any other questions you've come across no but um i won't say too much about this but you guys go to brock's instagram and in his stories he has saved it's called meet brock go watch that it's super interesting um and then on sheena's she has a story saved where you can be it's like sheena and brock's love story like it is truly a journey to watch those stories it's from the beginning of their relationship to where they are now and it's uh, it's like really interesting cool yeah all right are we ready for the finale and jacob's question Mm-hmm. have you thought about this do you have your answer no oh my gosh that's the end it is okay so jacob asks what are holly and sarah's ideas of a perfect day and or the things they like to do most Okay. Well, I won't say what my day is because there's things I do every day, but I wouldn't say that would be my perfect day. I like working out, which I've been doing a lot of in this QT. Um, so I didn't include that in my perfect day, but it is in my daily day. But I was—I said perfect day, sleep in more than 14 hours, um, drink two cups of my Pete's French roast with half and half, maybe read a book for an hour or so in the yard, go for a walk or to a pool to hang out chill then maybe barbecue or cook have some friends over and a fire and hang out then maybe spend some like quality time alone with my man um randall and just kidding and then when when we pass out then i'm magically transported to a casino where i gamble all night and win perfect day oh my god (laughs) And my favorite person to end. <laughs> um, Sarah, I don't know how you fit all of that into your day if you slept in and, and all of that. Like, it, I'm going to have to pull a Peter on you. That doesn't work. I, I meal prep so that when I cook, I made it really fast. <laughs> oh, my and God. That I does... read Kristen's book really fast on the Kindle so I could really scroll through that. <laughs> oh, Kristen. Okay, I, I've got to – I'm going to follow – I'm going to do our last follow-up this week. And if we don't hear anything back, we'll, we'll do that at the – next week we'll review the book. Okay. We'll give it one more week. Um, but I have reached out a couple times now. Um, um, I also reached out too. So, I mean, I, to to her people too, not her. I mean, I reached out to her too, but hmm. not um, very good for, uh, marketing and promotion people. Yeah. So I don't know what my perfect day would be. I I feel like I'm. Um, I don't even know. I don't like. I'm stumped right now because I don't even know what that would be. Like, what my, are your favorite things to do? Like, would you wake up and twirl baton? No. <laughs> I mean, I know yours I guess, would end like, like mine. You would be gambling. I guess like my my favorite time, like my favorite time to gamble is at like five in the morning. Like sleep like at like a normal nighttime and then like get up at five in the morning when no one's there. It's my absolute favorite. Like I love gambling at that time. Heidi does too. Well, and I get it because I see I like doing like a afternoon before it gets crazy like if i arrive like palm springs or vegas like a friday 
I like to gamble until people start arriving and going out, and then I like to go to my room because then it just gets too loud and rah, rah, like, yeah. I, I do a walkthrough like around, like right during the prime time, and I check all the machines that are popping off, and I make mental notes, and then I come back to them, and you know, at five in the morning. Nice. Um, that's like my favorite thing to do. But I don't know, like if I were, if it was my absolute perfect day, and I could be like anywhere in the world. 100% I would be in Maui I would wake up on like you know a, a beautiful room and walk outside with my snorkel go underwater snorkel 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 lay on the beach eat some Hawaiian food um, snorkel some more and just lay there like that is literally my perfect day and all I ever want to do yeah I could do that too yeah fuck mine <laughs> no yours. But- like but Hawaii I, needs a casino. Hawaii doesn't have any casinos. Oh God! Like uh, you, imagine your day in Hawaii. Like that is perfect. Like add in like all of like the details that you gave, and I'm down. And then add the casino. Oh, oh my God! Yes. <laughs> uh, and then and then we don't even have to leave the country, so I don't have to worry about like passports or reentry yes. and fines. Yes, totally. <laughs> yeah, and I would say Hawaii up there on the list too, especially if you guys don't want to leave the country. I mean, obviously, I always go to Hawaii. That's fantastic. Or mm-hmm. um, I'd like to go to Puerto Rico. Like, I've been to Cuba, but I really was about to go to Puerto Rico, and then the hurricane hit. Um, but that looks amazing. And I don't think we need passports there. Yeah, I don't know. So, not that that's a problem for, you know, anyone getting a passport. I'm just saying, like, you know, it's you're still like governed by u.s law so i know some people don't like you know if they have kids they feel weird about leaving the country and that sort of thing or being too far away like that's a really close it's actually if you're on the east coast it's much closer place to go than hawaii um that you can get back real 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 quick if you need to yeah anyways that's all i have Okay, well, you guys, thank you for tuning in to part two of our Q&A. That was so fun. Um, thanks, you guys, for writing in and giving us some questions. That was so cool. And, I mean, if you want us to do it again, we'd be happy to, whatever. Let us know what you guys are – I mean, I know you guys are saying, bo, bo, bo. We're going to do that. I'll, I'll work on that. We've got Kristen's book review coming up. We've got next week's episode. Um, Sarah had some other really good ideas about stuff too. So we're definitely, we have some things in the works for sure. Oh yeah. For the um, new listeners, like in the last year or so, you know, there are some interviews. If you go back and just, if you go to the bottom, like if you're on iTunes, um, go to the bottom. Cause sometimes like mine thing doesn't refresh in different podcasts. So I, I scroll to the bottom of their feed and click, see all episodes and then things will come up and this also happens if you've already listened to a podcast it doesn't show up again unless you go down and click see all episodes and then they should start loading but there's lots of you know past interviews that we've done with people that you could listen to if you're new um, we wanted to redo or if you could you go listen to the wedding coverage or whatever um, we did some like fun poem wrap things that we thought we would read again maybe add to that um, because because even for the people that did hear, I mean, I've already forgotten about them, so it might be a fun little refresher for us anyways. Yeah. So, okay, cool. Cool. Okay, you guys, thanks, and have a good weekend. Bye. Bye.